the coach of Rapanorama for super coach purposes. TLT for round 15 is in. It's a big TLT uh, with a lot of different sort of information that's come out of it. So I'll cover that sort of stuff. The team changes. Uh, we'll look at the most traded out and traded in players this week. It's kind of an interesting time of year because last week there were some surprise packets in Karaz, Cooler, you know, kick out people that we thought might have been sort of getting towards sell but they succeeded and they got some great super coach scores. They got low break evens this week. So who you're going to sell out of your team is probably harder even than, you know, who you want to bring in. There's some obvious targets that we want to bring into our teams. The cells are starting to get hard and it gets to that point where it's a hard choice and you have to say goodbye to some people that you probably could hold, but you've got to get rid of anyway. Um, we'll have a look at the VCs and Cs this week and I'll talk about what my trades are going to be for the week. Um, we'll kick it off with the first game of the round, the Dragons and Bunnies. For the Dragons, Ravalawa is in, so Ruben, the 29-year-old debutant, is out of the team. Uh, Figai is back as well, so Moga um, jumps out of the team, and Stua starts, because I think um, Maguire or something is out, and um, so DeBellin's up into the front row. That's it. Uh, over to the Bunnies. Taff is back into the team, and Mamazoulis is out. There's no Luttrell. Um, you know, the bunnies are saying he's not going to play till next week, which will mean he's going to have to go into origin, you know, or selection. You know, is that picked before then? You know, the game? I don't know. So you'd be going in on no games <laughs> into origin. I don't know that the bunnies actually want him to be picked for origin. If Luttrell was available to play in the NRL for round 17, it could be a little tricky, smoky thing to do. Um, but anyway, he's not playing this week. Uh, over to the Sea Eagles, Daily Cherry Evans is back into the team. So Foran goes back to 5'8", and Schuster back to the bench. I don't think he's going to get back into the starting lineup. It doesn't seem, you're not in a hurry anyway. Burbo's out of the team. Uh, over to the Cows, um, Cotter's back in. So Hess goes to the bench. Uh, Nanai is back in as well. Uh, and Gilbert, I think he got an eye injury or something. So he's out. This week, Lumi Lu, who was great uh, coming off the bench covering Lukey last week, he gets a start. Uh, so there you go. Um, people who are Cotter owners and Nanai owners, you'll be glad to see them back in. Uh, nothing else really there in that game. Um, the Storm versus the Broncos. Pappenhausen is in the reserves. It was rumoured that he's going to come back in this week. I'd probably keep a close eye on it um, if you were someone that held him. Obviously, I think he might come back into the team. Uh, I don't know if I'd be buying him to, right off the bat. He's got a big 140 BE. He did start a little slower last time when he sort of came back. So I'd get a look at him for a week, ideally. Um, if he does come back in, it'll be Meany to the wing. Uh, and that Anderson, uh, who had a very good debut last uh, week, he remains into the in that seventeen, which is good. Uh, on the Broncos side, A Ray he got that rib injury, no break, um, but he's not been named this week. Um, so Tyrone Roberts comes in for his second game for the Broncos uh, in the seven. Um, Stags is back. 
but obviously we lost Farnworth, so um, Renko holds his spot. Uh, Cobo's back in as well, so that means Pereira is out. So Cobo in, Stags in, and Branko, uh, you know, holds his spot. He, you know, he could be a long-term, you know, job for him in there. I'll have a look, you know, at uh, Branko's price, and we'll see whether we think he's any good for maybe a cheap and nasty option for your round 17. He's three forty-four thousand, which is not too expensive. You got a sixty-six last week, uh, which is not too bad. He, he's in the past. He's had a little bit. You know, he's not the greatest footballer in the world, Brinko, but he's he's got some super coach. You know, he's a good uh, try assister and he's a good passer and stuff. So. Um, you know, in that 350-type um, price range, you know, if you're looking for something cheap and nasty, I think you could do a hell of a lot worse than Brenko. Um, maybe this is not the matchup for it. What's his break-even? Um, because he, it's up against a hard, hard team in the storm, you know, but it's interesting. You know, maybe you can have a look at it for, you know, in the lead-up to round 17. Um, the Broncos, what else have they got? Turpin is on the bench covering Pakes, who uh, got injured with the MCL. Capewell is back, so Rabadi drops out into the extended, you know, into the reserves. Haas has been named uh, with that bung shoulder. Um, so there you go. There's the Broncos. Uh, on to the Sharks versus the Titans. The same 17 as last week for the Sharks. Fanukans into the reserves, um, coming back from injury, which could... Know, be a little concerned for McInnes, but not in there yet. Um, and Talakai has been named. So that rumour going around that he was going to get suspended for two games that was in the Supercoach app doesn't seem to be right. Um, and he's been named this week, which is good. Uh, over the Titans side, AJ's back in to the team. Izako goes to the wing and Masters is out of the team into the reserves. He wasn't very good last week. Dino's back to starting, so Mo Fodawaka goes to the bench, and Proctor shouldn't even get a look into that team, but he's into the reserves, so, you know, they'll probably bring him back in and give him huge minutes. Um, On to the Warriors versus the Panthers. Volkman comes in to the 5'8 position. Uh, new name, you know, he was signed by the Warriors uh, mid-year, I think it was, and he's in. So CHT goes to the bench. Um, Arthur's is in, so Berry's out. I thought Arthur's might come back into that team. Uh, ben Murdoch Masilla is out because he hurt him his elbow or whatever there. And Bunty starts. Penne's in onto the bench. Aiken is out. Um, I don't know why. I think it must be concussion or something. I don't know. Um, but he's out. And Curran will start. AFB's into the extended bench, which is one to watch as well. Um over to the Panthers, Yo is back, so Eisenhuth goes out to the reserves. Um, there you go. Uh, Eels versus the Chooks. It's the same 17 for the Eels as last week. Uh, hopefully they do a lot better than they did last week. Let's get Maddo to start. What's, I mean, how is Sean Lane and Ian Corey starting and Maddo's on the bench? And, and look, IPAP at 13 um, is not as good. We need him on an edge, and, and Maddo's an absolute weapon at 13. What are you doing, Brad Arthur? You deserve to get flogged on the weekend. Make the right choice changes to your team and get the proper players in their proper positions. Uh, that's my two cents anyway. Uh Chooks, Kiri has been named. Um, apparently, he's responded well to all the tests that is needed. 
after the concussion last week. Verrills is back, so Hutchinson goes to the bench. Momorowski's been dumped, so he should be defensively. He's bloody awful. He doesn't even really offer much in attack either. So Billy Smith, Billy Smith, I've held him all year. I got him for the bye, and he's back in the team now. Oh, goodness me. Something good for Ada. I mean, he was probably my candidate this week for selling because he was the only one that I thought was a nothing on my team. Uh, But he's in now and I'm not going to sell him. I'm going to get what I wanted Billy Smith for, you know, for the whole time. Uh, But he's in the team. Um, Egan Butcher is in, so Saluka Fafida back out to the reserves. Uh, For the Raiders, Rapana returns, Schiller out, and that's the only change. Um... I mean, get rid of Fogarty and bring Frawley in, but I've already whinged enough about that. Um, (laughs) Anyway, over to the Knights. Uh, Hogger is named. Uh, Got that head knock last week, so we'll have to, you know, if you're an owner of Ponga, you probably shouldn't be, but (laughs) keep your eye on that in case he's a late out. And comes in at lock, and Barney is named to start in the second row. We love that. And he's play play round 17, so I'm a little interested in Barnett there um, because Fitzy's been finally dumped. He's he's awful. He, I don't even think he should ever have been in there, but Barney's uh, taken his second row spot. Sula, uh, Pasami Sulo is onto the bench. Still no Bradman Best in that team. Uh, onto the dogs. Uh, Patolo is out. Morin, I've never heard of him, uh, is in. RFM starts with Waddell back to the bench. No Luke Thompson. Uh, who has had concussion, has not come back yet. Uh, over to the Tigers, last team of the round, uh, Dewey's back. Um, obviously, we lost Naden for four weeks, so Kapoa will stay in there and Dewey um, will come in. Uh, Luciano's been released after tanking it last week, angling for a release. They've released him. I would have just dropped him to the reserves. It's really poor. It's poor stuff. What does that mean he's going to play this round for the Cows, or is he going to wait and play next week? He wasn't named, was he? I don't know. Um, but he's been released. Tuolagi's going to start. You know, I had Tuolagi, you know, and he went back to the bench. I wasn't all that impressed with what he was doing in the starting lineup either. Um, but with Luciano out, um, you know, I've, I've pegged a little smoky option in Ghana at the, in the 400s, center wing, second row forward, Jewel. He should be playing 80 minutes now. And, at that price, you know, even if you look at his scoring, it hasn't been too bad. I think that really enhances him as an option uh, for teams, you know. Uh, Fuamano is onto the bench and Madden is out. Uh, let's, yeah, I mean, that's the teams <laughs> as, as it stands. Uh, let's move on to the most bought players, the most sold players. I'll give my two cents on that. Um, Payne Hass is the number one sold player at this point in time. 9.9% of people are selling Hass. 538,800. Look, I agree with it. I've got to say, I think, you know, he's got two bung shoulders now. He's going to play, be playing Origin. He's got a five and three round average of 51. You know, so it's not. He's not going to hurt you. He's not going to hurt you. If you've got good options to have in you, I mean, even Max King at the moment has been a playable option in your front row. Um, I think it's fair enough. Uh, You've got to look at your team and say, who is expendable at the moment? And and would we have ever thought that that was the case? 
No, but it is. He's not scoring as well this year as what he's capable of. Doesn't mean he's not going to come good towards the end of the season, but the break-even is 94. He should go off to origin. He's up against the Melbourne Storm. It makes complete sense to me. I think he's one to be sold, and people are selling him. Number two on the list is Ewan Aiken. I flagged him as a possible sell on my podcast on the weekend. 511,600. You know, he's sold by 6.4%. He's not named this week, which I think is the reason why people are flipping the ghost switch on him. He had He's ripe. He's ripe for the picking after last week. You know, the break-even's 81. He's up against the Penrith Panthers. Not that he's going to play this week, but uh, look, he's not going to... He, he's one of those ones that's been expendable. It's 40, 50, 60 for him. He's been very consistent, but he's not a big 100-getter. The five-round average is 51, much like uh, Payne Hass. I think he's expendable, and he's a short jump up to these Mulatalo, uh, Graham-type players. He's done his job, and it's time to move him on to around 17 and finish the year. People, I agree with those top two. Ben Travoyevich is being sold by 5.8% of people. Center wing, second row forward. I mean, I'll, we'll have a look when we get to the traded in. Yeah, Burbo, he's out. Of, he's into the extended this week. I don't think he was, you know, he was never going to get a good minutes or a, a, a whole lockdown a spot. So I make sense to me. Um, Tupelotto has been sold by 2.9%. He's number four on the list. It makes sense to me. He's made 230K. He's been an absolute ripping cheapie. You should have sold him last week. He bombed last week and didn't make his... Oh, well, he got a 40. And he did make his break even. The break even's 83 again this week. He's up against the high-flying Cowboys. I think it's a good move. He's done his job. He's been a really, really good cheapie. I don't think he really screams hold to me, and he's a short jump as well. A bit more of a bigger jump to than Aitken is, but I think he's a good sell candidate, and uh, you know I'm all for it. Um, Xavier Coates. Some people obviously were holding him last week just to assess what what was the go. He's out long term. He's three hundred ninety eight thousand. Mate, I remember when he was up in the five hundreds, lost all of his value. He's only forty k more on than his starting price. But 2.5% of people are selling, and it, it's a no-brainer. Um, Violia, people are getting to offload him. I offloaded him last week. Not in the team uh, due to injury. And look, uh, the Warriors stink. So, yeah, move him on. People are just, this week, There's these are all sales of people that you look at your team and you prioritize who is who is expendable. Hass and Aiken, I think, at the moment are, and all of these others, you know, Tupelot was a good cheapie, he's made his money, Xavier Coates is injured, Viley is out of the team, Ben Trevojevic is out of the team. They all make sense. Blake Taff, even though he's come back into the team uh, on the bench, there's going to be limited minutes there. He's up against an 88 break even. You know, some people might say, oh, you know, an extra number for round 17. Well, you still got um, Latrell to come into that team as well. So, you know, it's going to come at the expense of Taff. And, you know, it makes sense to me. 2.4% of people selling him. Uh, Luke Keary is number eight on the list. 2.1% of people are selling him. I don't even know why you owned him, to be quite honest. His average for the year is 45. So why the hell did you have Kiri? Probably stubborn people saying, you know, I'll hold him to the round 13 buy. Well, you can move him on now because he's under that injury cloud. He has been named to... But look, it's a three-round average of 34, a five-round average of 42, and a season average of 45. 
uh, you know, get him out now. You could you could make a heck of a lot of money getting him down to Mam. Even even though Mam has gone up to three hundred and twelve, you can still bank nearly one hundred and fifty k. He's up against a one hundred and eight break even. So yes, yes, yes. Sell uh, Luke Keary. Um, number nine on the list is Katoni Stags. Now I did flag him as one who I thought was expendable. Uh, because, look, his average is 52 for the year, which is not an average that's going to hurt you. The three-run average is 54. The five-run average is 51. Yes, he has got a big game in him, but he's up against the Melbourne Storm this week. It's an achievable break-even of 41. I don't think, of all the people on the list, I think he's the one that I could see holding. He's not up against an unachievable break-even, and there's a chance that he misses origin, you know, uh, look, I think Souths are angling to try to not give Luttrell as an option. But look, uh, I think Whiten was the best player on the park in the Blues, and he's going to hold his spot. So it could be um, Crichton or Stags, you know, that or Graham has been very, very good as well. There's a chance that Stags could be released and not make the Origin team. Uh, he wasn't great in Origin. <clears throat> and as a result, you might get him for the round 17. And he is capable of getting 100 you know, a couple of games ago, it was an 82. He's got two tons for the year. So, yeah, it's not he's not, an, he's not doing anything that's going to hurt you at 51 average, but he is somebody that in the buy, he could go big. Um, so I'd sell Hass, I'd sell Aiken, I'd sell all those others. And if you have to sell Stags, yes, I can understand why you would because um, he's not doing as well as we'd hoped. And he's at 486, you can move him on to... You know, one of these good options for round 17, but he could himself be an option for round 17 if he doesn't get in the origin. That's all I'm going to say on him. Uh, Helium Lukey, 394,000. He's he's done the ACL, so it makes sense that everybody's getting rid of him. I don't need to say anything more about that. Um, Trade it in. (laughs) Everybody's bringing in Grant Anderson. Um, You know, I I don't know if I... 8.2%. He was very good last week. Yes, I get it. Um, is he going to hold the position? Uh, you know, it's it's an interesting one. You know, let's let's have a look at the Melbourne Storm team. Because, I mean, you do have Pappenhausen to come in, so Meany's going to go out to a wing. So if Pappenhausen and when Pappenhausen comes back into the team, Meany's going to go to the wing, which is where Grant Anderson is named. And I think it's going to be Grant Anderson to, name, to, to drop out. I think there's... They've they've put a bit of time into Seve, and I think he's going to hold his center spot. I think he's, you know, he he he's made as he's more of a center that I think than Anderson is. I think he looks more like a winger. So I don't know if I agree with this. I don't know if he's going to be there for round seventeen unless Paps gets picked in Origin. I think it's going to be Paps at fullback, Aramiah on one wing, Meany on another wing, and it's going to be Olam and Seve in the um, centers. So. I think it could be a red herring, uh, Grant Anderson. So, I don't know. I'm not for it. I'm not for it. Even though he's named, you know, this week, perhaps is on the extended bench, could come in, and I'm I'm actually tipping he will. Um, you know, and, and and in that event, you know, you're going to have to reverse those trades. Uh, number two on the list is Jason Tamalolo. He's been very, very good. 5.8% of people are bringing him in. I guess people are selling, uh, you know, Hass. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. He's not around for 17 number. The only other front row that's any good, I guess, for round 17 is Clemmer. Um, the last two weeks has been absolutely outstanding from Lolo, an 80 uh, and an 89 in the last two weeks. Playing good minutes, but let's just remember, the minutes were 73 last week. There was 66 the week before. 
do have Cotter and Nanai back into the team this week, and Luciano is about to go and join them. So just tread carefully. He is a solid enough option, I think, for your front row forward, you know, second front row and all your, your third. Um, but just be wary that the minutes have been enhanced in the last two weeks with troops out. Uh, and I don't know if that's going to stay like that. Um, number three on the list is Ezra Bear, 5.2%. Look, you can't, if you look at it in a sense that, all right, let's forget about the fact that he made 130000 in one week. He's 300K. He's 300K, and I can get rid of whoever else I've got there as my, you know, other second half or whatever, and I can bring in Ezra Mann. He looks pretty good for round 17. He's scoring well. It isn't an easy matchup this week. I don't know if I'd play him against the Melbourne Storm, um, but people are grabbing him now because you made a mistake and didn't get him last week. The break even's still minus 51, so he's just got to turn up, and even if he gets a 20-30 this week against the uh, Storm, he's still going to make money, and he's still around 17 options. So I get it. Um, you know, you just should have gone last week. Um, number four on the list is Joe Tarpany. He's been absolutely great, hasn't he? I think he's been the Raiders' best player this year. Uh, look, he's got a break-even of 35. He's up against the Newcastle Knights, which is a good matchup. Um, uh, he's not around 17 number. So that's my, th- you know, the two people, that I think the people are selling Hass and they're either bringing in Lolo or they're bringing in Tuppany. Tuppany's has been absolutely sensational. Not a bad score in there, really. His lowest score of the year is 44. Lowest score of 44. And over the last three weeks, 73, 78, 95, he's been on fire. Uh, so I'm not going to tell you that it's no good. 18% of teams own Tuppany. I'm a Raiders fan and I love it. Uh, but yeah, look... Uh, I don't know where your situation is for trades. Lolo and Tuppany are not round 17s. And, you know, there's only one non-round 17 player that could tempt me right now. And that's Brian Toor with how superb he's been in the last couple of weeks. But, you know, each to their own. 4.6% of people are doing it. And I don't think it's chasing points with Tuppany because he hasn't got a bad score at him all year. Oh, number five on the list is Nathan Cleary. People are bringing in Cleary now. Break even a 106, I think it's probably because of the matchup. He's up against the New Zealand Warriors, who are rubbish. And Nathan Cleary, he's, he got a ton last week, and he's he's very much going to be a big captain option, probably the top captain option uh, this week. He is going to go off to origin, and I think he's a very good chance of a rest. He's not around 17 number, but he is a finish the year guy. He's... At the cheapest price you can get him at, I reckon, 777000 So you've got to get him at some stage, and what what better than what better time than now? Another non-round 17 player is on the, uh, the list in round in number six. Hamoli, he's been bloody good, hasn't he? 3.2% are bringing him in. Uh, you know, he's you know, 70, 86, 112 the last three weeks. His lowest score of the year is a 35, and then up to a 45. He's been very, very good. And no Tommy Turbo in the team. He's an absolute weapon. And, you know, they use him in that team. You know, if you, you know, there's not a lot of second rowers or front rowers that I'd want for the round 17 buy and run home. Um, Kaloa Matangi, I'm not all that jazzed on. You know, if it's, and you could pick IPAP, I guess, in your second row. Um, people have already got him. So, you know, bring in Hamola if you like. He's, he's bloody good. 631,000. He's not cheap. Um, but, I've got him, and I love him, so I'm not going to tell you not to do it. Uh, Campbell Graham is number seven on the list. He costs you 628000 
Oh, 200 now. He's made 133,000. Last week, the choice to me was, uh, for me, was uh, between him and Mulatalo. I went Mulatalo last week. Uh, I don't know if I can afford Campbell Graham now. Um, it makes sense because I think he's one of the good options for the round seven, uh, 17. He's got a break even of four. So if you're not, if you're ever going to do it, you've got to do it now. It's, there's no two ways about it because he's going to go up even more. He's up against the St. George Dragons this week, which I think is a good matchup. Uh, yeah, he's 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 desirable. Just remember that the run home is not the easiest for them. They finished the year off with Penrith, North Queensland, and Sydney Roosters. Uh, you know, the Sharks, Melbourne are in there as well in the, in the three games prior. So it's a really hard finish to the year. But look, he is he's scoring very well this year against all opponents. Lowest score of the year for him was a 30, then he's straight up to a 46. So he, no bad scores in him at all. In the last couple of weeks, 119 and 95. He's on the left side. The Chooks are warming up. Cody's looking better. It makes sense to me. Um, I just don't know if I can afford it. Um, you've got him and Ronaldo now over 600K. Alex Johnston over 600K. But people are going to be bringing him in um, because they're those big targets for the round 17. I think you can realistically get a couple of them out of those three. Uh, and I think Campbell Graham is really you know desirable. He's, he's just so rock solid and consistent. Um, number eight on the list is Ryan Pappenhausen. 929,000 up against a break even of 140. And he's not even in the starting 17. He's in the extended bench. I am expecting that he will come in. Uh, look, he's 11% owned, so it means people have held him and I would keep a close eye on it. Are you going to be trading him in? I mean, 140 break even against the Broncos. who have been good and he has started slow, but look, you want to finish the year with Pap and Hell. I just don't know if I'd do it this week. Um, you know, it's risky. You know, he could re-injure himself and then you, you, you're busting a trade to, to get him out. Uh, look, even if he has a good game, you know, he could go 150 and it's, I just think it's better to watch for a week, you know, but people can do it. Uh, it's not, Heinz is not on the top traded out list. So I can say people aren't selling Heinz, it seems. So I'll, I'll, I can accept it, but I just would be grabbing him. I just wouldn't be grabbing him if he's not named, you know, uh, to start. Ronaldo is number nine on the list. 2.8% of people bringing him in. He cost you 634000 went up 26 k after last week. He tunned up. Um, he's been very good. Those last three scores, 71, 71, 106. And the difference between him and Graham, which is why I picked up Molotalo, is the finish to their year is St. George, West Tigers, Manly, Bulldogs, Newcastle to finish the year. Very nice. So it makes sense to me that you would be grabbing him. You know, it's not that much more expensive than he was last week. He's made nearly 200K. So if you got on him right at the start, good on you. Um, it makes sense. He's around 17 option, and I think it's a good one to run home with. Uh, you know, he's got a ceiling. He's a tackle breaker. Uh, Alex Johnson, you've got these three guys. Campbell Graham, Mulatalo, Johnston, who cost you over 600K, heading up towards 650 for the first two mentioned. And Alex Johnston is already over 650,000, 657,400. He's got a break even of zero. So he's going to be even more (laughs) expensive. You know, he's up against, say, George this week, which he could get another three tries. Um, and if you're going to do it, you have to do it now. So it makes sense. 
where are you guys all getting this money? Who are you selling, you know, uh, Hass, you know, which I can get around. Um, look, I, I don't disagree with many on that list at all. Um, look, obviously, you got to get players like Nathan Cleary, you know, you could, and and there's got you got to pick a time to do it. Hamole and Lolo, Yatapani, those seem a little luxury to me, but they have been good. So, uh, you know, it's it's a list that doesn't surprise me at all. You know, it doesn't surprise me at all. So, those are the buys and sells. Um, moving on to my trades, I think I'm gonna do oh, none. I, I I think there's no one that I really want to sell in my team. But as I've just mentioned, if you want to move on Alex Johnston or Campbell Graham, you've got to go now. So I might be forced into a trade. If I was going to sell anyone, I think reluctantly it'd probably be Kikau or Targo or May. One of those three could be on the chopping block for me to be able to get, you know, an Alex Johnston uh, or a Campbell Graham. But I don't know if I want to do it. Kikau's been good. Uh, And I'm not going to be obsessed with grabbing, you know, uh, yeah, they are the quality players you want for round 17. But... I think I'm going to go into round 17 with 10. So at the moment, let's lock in none for me. All my break-evens are low um, in my team. Yeah, and Billy, even Billy Smith's been named. So I'm not going to rush to move anyone. If it is, it'll be one of those three. And I'll grab in one of those gun center wings uh, to pump up you know, for those round 17 numbers. Uh, when it comes to VCs and Cs this week, I think the VC can come from the Storm, the Sharks, or the Panthers game. They're very good matchups, you know, those games. Um, you know, your usual suspects. Munster was quiet last week and he, he was so good in origin, wasn't he? But uh, I think he's going to be a good one this week, you know. Uh, you know, and I th- oh, well, Harry Grant, you know, you could probably go him. If you've got a huge, you could go. Um, you know, Papenhaus and I probably wouldn't do if he does come into the team. But that's a very good matchup uh, for the Storm. You know, I think they, Amy Park is the big difference. I think the, the Broncos have been much improved, but there's no A-Ray in the team, so it's a bit of maturity. Uh, and the Storm, heavy favourites at home, I think. You you could pick one of your Storm players in there for a VC. You know, you could VC Nico. Uh, I, I was said on my podcast, Nico, I don't know how much of a captain option he is. That doesn't apply to at, at home. And they're at home, and they're up against the Titans, who are not very good this year. So I think Nico could... He was pretty average last week, and hopefully he can slam some goals through uh, this week and get himself a good score, I think. And he can go really, really big, so he's a good VC option. Um, so, you know, Munster can go big. You know, Hines can go big. Or you could VC... Um, you know, if you want to go someone in a later game, you know, you could go a VC on Cleary. But I think that... Cleary looks captainable because I think in that Melbourne Storm and um, Sharks games, you've got some good VC options and you go into a Cleary captain. I don't I don't love a Tedesco or an Eels player because I think you've got a bounce back factor for Parramatta and I think they'll be up for this game against the Chooks. I think they might cancel each other out. Yes, Teddy is um, matchup proof. And I think he'd be the only one that I'd, if you really wanted to VC Cleary into a captain, Teddy, but I, I would prefer if you went from one of those, the Melbourne game uh, and the Sharks game, and they have easier opponents and they're at home. So I think it's a, a good option to go um, a VC in those ones. Uh, that's pretty much it for me on the team's podcast. Uh, thanks very much, everybody, for tuning in. I'll talk to you again on Sunday night. Oh, you know, how did I go on the week? I, I did have a very good week and I did um, 
did go up the ranks. I finished with the 1360, which was good. It saw me go up 269 spots, and I'm sitting in 365th overall. If you know, if I can pump out a good one this week, but that's the thing, you've got to still have an eye towards this round 17, which might force me into a trade this week, but not essential. Remember, we get the three trades, and if you you can use an extra boost as well, you know, right on the round 17 and get your numbers up. I think I've let's have a look. How many have I got for round 17 now? Uh, one, two, oh, three, four, five, six, seven which is low, but I'm probably only going to go with uh, 10 so I can get three more in, uh, and I think that I'm probably happy with that. Maybe 11 or, you know, it could be on the cards, but I'm happy with 10 going in. If they're 10 quality ones, we'll probably hold fire this week, but hopefully some green arrows for all of you this week. Thanks for listening. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. Oh, my goodness. You won't see anything like that again this year. And maybe...